0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: Today's program was brought to you by Estes Public Relations. For more information, visit estespr.com.
2: I'm Erin Fairbanks, host of The Farm Report. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more.
0: So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll, load no. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil in that rhythm and blues that It's gonna get you in the air.
3: Welcome back to The Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. My name is Southern Teague. Welcome to November, y'all. Yeah. It's, it's getting cold, man. Yeah, we're moving into winter. Dude, I'm I'm kind of psyched to be honest with you.
4: Yeah, that's not my time of year. I know
3: it, it's not. We've talked about this before. It's not really mine either. But I don't know. This one seems a little different. You know. I will. <laughs> like, get excited. Get excited. All right. Cool. I just got back from San Diego. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm currently in Portland. <laughs>
4: Live from the future. Yeah, um, you know I prefer warm weather. Our guest today is from Hawaii. <laughs> she Jeez. prefers warm weather as well. Uh, in the studio today, we have Blaine Ashley, um, and you're going to be talking to us about some bubbly wine, right?
2: Yes. What to the show. champagne? Yeah. Thank you. Specifically, Thank you for having champagne.
4: Me. Okay, right.
2: Well, pretty much. Yeah. New York Champagne Week. It just
3: reminded me of that line from Wayne's World. <laughs> Where she's like, "Oh, I've never had French champagne." <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah. Anyway, right? yeah. hey, you know, maybe I don't think I have either. <laughs> let's- um, so yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, let's talk about uh, Champagne Week. Yes, which is really awesome. This is like what the fourth year. Yeah. Cool. Congratulations. I can't believe I've made it this far. Yeah. Well, I, I can't, <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk yeah. about champagne.
2: Um, the fourth annual New York champagne week is coming up on November 7th through the 13th, seven days this year, which is insane. Wow. Um, we have 14 An actual
4: of- champagne. Yeah. Yeah, that's week. Yeah. A, that's a week. yeah.
2: People tend to call their weeks weeks and their three days, but this is an actual week. Wow. Cool. So it's exciting. Um, it's uh, we do a lot of champagne seminars, tasting classes, uh, pairing experiences. We're not really popping bottles in clubs that a lot of people would tend to think. When All right, they- I'm not coming. <laughs> that, but, that, was, uh,
4: that was reserved for first You just year. lost me. Yeah. <laughs> You've grown but up. We you don't. Do you, to- you don't have
3: like a sooner on savoring bottles.
2: Um, we are sabering, oh. uh, doing a saber uh, seminar uh, during a launch of a new champagne called Champagne Piaf. These people like travel with their sabers. They're obsessed with it. So wow. they're going to saber bottles at that event.
1: Yeah. You
3: have a pretty decent like insurance policy, right? Uh,
2: it's on them. <laughs> it's on them. I told them that I'm not liable for this. If they show me the paperwork, then we can do it. Yeah. Right
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Cool. They're pretty insistent, but we do a lot of really, really fun, um, interactive events and seminars. Very cheesy, very punny. Um, I love a pun, so we yeah. do Let's Get Physical, uh, back, that <laughs> back, back That Glass Up.
1: Back That
4: Glass <laughs> Up.
2: Back That Glass Up is a comparative glassware tasting. We have a MS <laughs> coming in for that, MS Rob Bigelow, um, and we, we do Getting Grower With It. Get it? Like Getting Jiggy <laughs> With It, but Grower Champagne. So it's going to be a lot of fun this year.
3: Thanks. Actually, you know, this—I think this is the first show that we've had uh, discussing champagne. So, for the listeners out there uh, that might not know, can you describe? Like, can you
4: tell us what a grower champagne is? I'm so, glad you did that. You know, you weren't here just now when we were before yeah. on air. I actually had to ask too. Like, I kind of had an idea, but lay it on us, grower champagne. What does that mean?
2: Well, Champagne Week actually started emphasizing on bringing grower champagnes to the forefront. This was four years ago, and before. Um, they really made a mark in New York, I would say. They started popping up on menus about two years ago. Popping. Uh, get it? <laughs> pun. Oh, <my> God. Um, <laughs> No pun intended. Uh, grower champagnes are champagnes that are made by the actual farmers and grapes grown by the actual farmers.
3: There's no negotiant.
2: No negociant. A lot of these big brands that you see all over. Fringy. <laughs>
1: you know I your know champagne. Words. You, go, <laughs> you
2: know champagne jargon. Uh, a lot of the larger brands like uh, Vouve, Clicot, and Moet, they buy their grapes every year from farmers and uh, to create their consistent cuvées that they offer year after year. Uh, grower champagne's kind of. Uh, more left to the surprise of how their crops are grown that year and they kind of, it's more of a you kind of don't know what you're going to get every because year they only
4: have the the one field or the fields that are in their control so they don't have enough grandiose size to sort of homogenize right Is that exactly
2: what exactly so from
4: year to year the same label may be pretty dramatically different. pretty
2: dramatically different and that's it's, it's, for me that's very interesting and i think a lot of the you know psalms out there, especially in New York, and enthusiasts in New York, which are like to be on the forefront of food and drink, and uh, it, it's kind of akin to the artisanal spirit. I would, I would say. Sure. So.
3: Sure. I mean, you're really you're dealing with nature, man. Yeah. It's, it's uh, nature's crazy. Catch catch, Southern.
4: Yes, catches catch can. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, um, exactly. so some some of these producers, like how. How small are some of these produce? Like, how many hectares do they actually have? Like, what's the tiniest one that you can think of?
2: Oh my gosh, I, I honestly, I have no idea. Like, teeny tiny, like like you could the size of Roberta's right now. Whatever, whatever size that is, there can be that small. Pizza, which, which,
4: which, which,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they
3: Roberta's is huge though. Right, it is kind of huge.
2: Well, but for a vineyard, I mean, come on, yeah, they can be teeny tiny. So
3: that's crazy. I mean, that's. We were uh, we were talking uh, a few weeks ago just about like the the very small production of like who are we talking to that said they only put out like three hundred bottles a year. Were we talking about that? Yeah, we were. Well, we'll move on because we don't remember. Right, um, several
2: several growers like only put out five hundred bottles a year. You that's know, crazy. In, in Burgundy and Champagne. So some of the best like under you'll never taste them in New York. I mean. It's tough. There's so right. many to find. They won't
3: yeah. even make it here because. Right.
2: They they, they don't have the, you know, stock the, to transport and import. And, and they you know. don't
4: have enough supply to right. get everyone high. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah some of these guys are small enough that they're they're basically just, regional. just barely too big enough to drink all their own. Right. Yeah. So we're going to drink as much as we can and then we got to sell the rest because there's too much so in in that situation, then it's kind of
3: crazy. It's almost like a like a passion project like a labor of love Absolutely. rather than trying to like get rich and retire off of it it's not they're not doing it because they they have to it's because they want to they're
2: they're yeah, exactly. they're making their money and they're they're living by selling to larger houses and then they're putting out their own amazing grower gems. Yeah. so it's that's that's kind of the-
3: um so Champagne week's coming up. I'm yes, excited about that. So exciting. Um what got what
4: what gave you the idea? Like where did you start with champagne? Well yeah, what's the gen- uh, first of all, what's the genesis of your interest in in champagne in the first place? Yeah. Well, then how did Champagne week arrive? Yeah,
2: yeah. so I've been working uh in events, uh, first in fashion, then for magazines, and then I started in spirits events um, for the for ten years. And you know, you always have a sponsor, and champagne sponsors in fashion and magazine world is is always you know right. evident. So that was my initial interest in pursuing maybe the bubbly world. But it was in 2013, I was in Bordeaux for Vin Expo, which is one of the largest wine shows in the world. It happens every other year in Bordeaux and every other year in Hong Kong. That's such a cool city. Yeah, it, it's incredible. And so I was in the hotel lobby. This is as simple as it was. I was in the hotel lobby, met this guy, Ossie, who is from Sweden and was a sommelier at an opera house there. And he was opening his own champagne bar within the opera house. And we decided to walk the show together because it was the size of four football fields. We were there for three days, and we just visited champagne producers. I told him I lived in New York, told him I did wine and spirits events and promotions, and the theme was help us get into (laughs) New York. And literally just like that, I'm like, I'm going to start New York champagne week. (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> this was in June, 2013. And I started champagne week in November, 2013. Wow! And all of my mentors were like, wait a year, wait a week, wait, wait a year. And I'm like, no way. I'm doing it now. It's now or never.
4: That's great. Good for you. Impatient. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it works in my, that per- gets
4: stuff done. it
2: works in my professional life. Not so well in my personal life, but I'm, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's just leave it at that. <laughs>
3: Let's, let's talk for later. Um,
4: <laughs> that's that's after we've had a bunch of champagne. Yeah.
2: Post-champagne talk.
3: <laughs>
4: Which we're going to in a minute, because there's some sitting here on the table. Right. But so Champagne Week now, so in that fast of a time, what was it? Yeah. six months you just said, June? Yeah. And you, you cranked out the first one, and it was a success.
2: It was. So then
4: that spawned, of course,
2: uh, fr- year two. I didn't have a—I mm, wouldn't say—well— People in France were like, who is this girl and what is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> if they weren't the growers that I was helping, they were like, what is going on? Uh, so year cool. one and two are challenging. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, all right. We've, we're past the challenging. We're into yeah. year we We're about to four. be year four. And it's going great. You've expanded it. It's seven days long now.
2: Seven days long. Um, we're doing pop-ups in Paris and For- London in February. Two-day events. Uh, one day will be a big industry bash. One day will be education and classes. We're also going to be doing Vegas, Los Angeles, and San Francisco in April. Cool. And I'm teaming wow. up with really cool psalms in every city that are friends of mine and kind of peers of mine um, to co-host with in every city, including London and Paris.
3: That's great. Yeah. Amazing. Hey, I have a question, actually. Um, <laughs> when do you sleep? Well, day after Yeah.
2: I'm a machine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, so, just out of curiosity, because I know that, like, um, like cognac, for instance, the like 98 of cognac is it's export. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's do you know what the uh, the situation is? Is is champagne more like domestically enjoyed in France, or is it also heavily exported?
2: Um, the UK is the top market for champagne. Oh, okay. Ironically, um, or maybe not. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of hen weekends, you know.
3: Gotcha. And,
2: and, um, uh, What's
4: a hen weekend?
2: In France, apparently, they're the third most popular market for champagne consumption. But don't quote me on that. But that's what drinks business and some news said in the last, you know, six months. So, yeah. um, but I think it's uh, the UK, the US, and then uh, Paris.
3: You yeah. know.
2: Scotland, in particular, I heard Edinburgh is like huge. Pen weekend is a bachelor, bachelorette party. Ten
4: never weekends. never heard it referred to like that before. <laughs> is that how they talk about it in That's the why UK? We in ju- the UK? Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> That's why we have this show, Southern. Um, ah, I'm, <laughs> always, <laughs> I'm, I'm always learning. I'm always learning. I've learned so much.
2: And I, I spent I spent a weekend in London for the first time in forever and back in June. And I can say I drank more champagne in London than I drank in France for the two weeks I was in France before. Yowzer. Yeah. Wow. Maybe in two days I should <laughs>
3: Oh, wow. I never think of <laughs> That's the UK as being a place to drink champagne.
2: Yeah, well, they're huge for sparkling wine in general. They apparently, you know, they founded sparkling wine in the early 1600s, and champagne claimed champagne in 16, like 1690s. So it was like 1620, they found sparkling UK wine, and then champagne. Claim champagne. No
4: offense to the UK. The French co-opted I just, I, I it and perfected it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think wine from the U.K. Well, yeah. they're,
2: they're bringing it back. Gin. It's supposed to be delicious. I'm actually working with some U.K. sparkling wine in 2017.
4: So. How do you do it? How yeah. do you do it all?
3: It's crazy. Crushing <laughs> it. Crushing it, right? Crushing it. Yeah, it's know. a pun. A pun.
2: <laughs> I ask myself the same question at the end of every week.
3: <laughs> <At the end.
2: laughs> How did I get there this week?
3: Like every week is champagne week to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I guess we should probably take a break
4: now. Let's take a break, but then when we come back, we're going to crack into this bottle, which is very special to you because it's your label. Yep. And you That's cranked insane. this out nearly as fast as you cranked out that first... Uh, about the same time about frame. The, the, first, <laughs> the first champagne. We'll talk about how all that got started as well when we come back after the break. All right. All right. <laughs>
0: Music for this commercial break is brought to you by Tackstar, and this track is called Third Degree Ruckburns.
1: Today's program is brought to you by Estes Public Relations. Navigating the world of media can be tough. Lucky for you, it's our specialty. At Estes Public Relations, we specialize in media relations and marketing for the culinary spirits and travel industries. Our clients, including award-winning chefs, four-star hotels, and artisanal food products and innovative beverage brands, have been featured in media outlets nationwide. Each member of our PR team brings a unique talent to our firm, from TV training, creative writing, and digital marketing, to recipe editing, graphic design, and spirits education. In a market crowded with competition, we can help your message stand out, by connecting with our long-standing relationships with industry influencers and journalists at top print, TV, radio, and online outlets to tell your story. Where can Estes Public Relations take you? For more information, visit EstesPR.com.
4: And we are back. Yes. Yes. I've we- got a bottle in my hand here. <laughs> Bull- when do you not? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Be careful where you point that cork. <laughs> it's still in the cage. Right.
4: It's still in the cage. Um, boule de Rêve. Correct. Which means dream, dream bubble. bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And so this is your label.
2: It's my label. All
4: right. I'm going to crack it open while you talk about Just
2: it. Just launched last Friday. So you guys are some of the first to taste it.
4: Cool. That's amazing. Yeah. How many people were at the Where was the launch?
2: It was with my national retail partner, Bottle Rocket, Wine and Spirit.
4: Ah. Ooh, yes! Sorry, <laughs> right, I didn't mean to go that big. <laughs> Love it. That was a little loud. <laughs>
3: Sorry. <laughs> it's a really big bottle, y'all. <laughs> it's,
4: it's, I'm gonna pour.
2: Oh, nice.
4: <laughs> uh, and talk about these little glasses, Sounds real lovely. fast as well. <laughs> Thank you. What are these little glasses real quick? You, you told
2: Go Vino's. I don't go anywhere without them.
4: Go Vino. <laughs> It's a very nice wine glass, but it's plastic.
2: I didn't know if you'd have the proper glassware.
4: <laughs> no, no, we, we got what, it all you don't here. like mason <laughs> yeah.
2: I do. I love them. But this is going to actually open up the wine a
4: little bit. More. Cool. Oh, thanks. Pass me that other one for Pierre. Pierre, I got some bubbly for you in here. Yeah. All right. So talk about your wine, nice. They have like a little divot in the side
3: for your thumb. Yeah,
2: right, they're perfect. They're perfect beach.
3: So you cannot drop this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, <laughs> I challenge you <it>, Challenge, <laughs> challenge you. Yeah. Watch me.
2: Um, so, so, champagne boule de rêve. If you say it...
4: Dream bubble.
2: Yeah. If you mispronounce it, you could, it could translate to dream balls. So you have to be careful with how you say <laughs> boom.
4: Yeah. Well, uh, imp- French
2: right. perverts love to point that out to me. The French <laughs>
4: You so, mean... So you all mean, of them. You know yeah. who you, know so who French, you are. So French, French people.
2: Uh, yeah, so again, quick to jump on ideas and run with them. Back in March, I had the idea to launch my own champagne and explore how to make that happen. Uh I was meeting a few people that were coming out with their own labels and I was just like if they can do it I can do it. <laughs> so Thanks. that was definitely like the light the 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 what do you what's the saying the
4: <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Something lit the, French.
2: Lit the fire in the, sure. you know, whatever. I don't think I can think of that word yeah. in radio. Um,
4: the motivator. You can the say, motivator. You can say whatever the fuck you want on this. Oh, on this great.
2: Thing. I love the word fuck. Yeah. So if you don't like it, fuck you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: what she told me yeah. before the show. Yeah, i told that's, everyone. That's like the kind of shit you say when you're up in the club holding a bottle in your hand, like covered in champagne. If you don't like it,
2: fuck you. I've told everyone that. I'm like, <laughs> if you don't like it, fuck you, because it's done. <laughs> yeah,
4: there's no undoing it now. One and
2: done. The corks in the bottle. Um, <laughs> so uh, I just started shopping different people to potentially work with, and I had remembered this third-generation family brand that I had met, Champagne Lombard, and I really just dug their vibe. Um, they, When I went to visit them to, talk, to pick the cuvee that I wanted to use for my label, Uh, Their winery, they have dolly paintings all in the winery. And they have a whole room filled with vintage motorbikes. They're refurbishing so people can go and sip around champagne on the motorbikes. So that they were really just cool and kind of cutting edge and modern. And they were redoing all of their labels to be more modern. So I just thought it was a perfect fit. And um, they were willing to work with me, a.k.a. not charge me an arm and a leg (laughs) to do this and um so i I literally came up with the idea in march confirmed partnership with them in april uh went to champagne in june tasted five cuvées this one spoke to me and again it was a one-day decision went home came home got my label designed in july printed labels were printed in august they take forever in france so it took like 30 days and it was on the water in september here yeah, in early Kinko's october
4: down on houston's pretty good. <laughs> uh
2: so <laughs> Two it hour happened turn around it happened really fast it's a it's 100 percent blanc de noir so pinot noir grape which is not expected i don't think people right. would have expected me to go want a single grape it's a 2011 premier crew and it is four percent dosage so uh Extra brute, it's a 4% sugar.
4: Gotcha. Um, It's really nice and dry. Mm
2: -hmm. It's nice and dry. It's got really delicate bubbles. Uh, My French friend the other day, when he tasted it, said, Ooh, I like the tiny boule. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: (laughs) A tiny tiny ball? (laughs) No. And um, it's. it's exciting, you know. I brought in a very limited amount. I only brought in a pallet, so that's 1050 bottles. And really it's strategically we have one of them right, here. We have one of them right here. It's strategically placed in various restaurants that are involved in Champagne Week and at my retail partner, Bottle Rocket. And then uh, I walked into East Village Wines the other day near my apartment and was super surprised because the owner was like, "Here, I got it." And I'm like, he didn't even tell me." <laughs> so I was excited to see it there and cool. yeah, people have Really liked it.
3: It's great. I really like it too.
2: Thank you. I'm glad.
4: You, you, you guys should go buy the other thousand forty nine dollars.
2: <laughs> please, please do. <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: yeah uh, what 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 inspired the name Dream Bubble?
2: Um. So.
4: Dream bubble. Dream bubbles. Is it plural? Uh, dream bubble. Dream bubble.
2: It should be plural. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. Fuck well, you, you.
4: It's already on the label. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's what happens when you move fast with ideas. <laughs> uh,
4: hey, done is better than perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I always go back and adjust later right <laughs> um next next season's model
2: yeah uh i i was living on uh near Irving place on seventeenth street for the last several or four years, and um that's i used to refer to it as dream street and on social media and to friends and everything. I just always called it Dream Street. And when I was brainstorming names, one of my friends was like, you should call it Dream Street. And I was like, ew, I hate the name brew <laughs> and, mm. and, um, for a champagne, but you're you on to something. And then I was just like, Dream Bubble. I don't know.
3: <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Irving yeah. is kind of a dreamy little street. It's like I feel like it is like kind of short... a dream
2: bubble in New York. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. a tiny little like bubble. Totally.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Like so it. really, that that's... Yeah. Cool. I came up with it.
4: What's well, delicious, and I bet it goes great with food.
2: It does. I'm a little
4: hungry right now. Uh, yeah, it, me too.
2: It, meant, it was meant to...
4: Bacon, <laughs> egg, and cheese?
2: Yeah, um, everything, really.
4: <laughs> well, you were talking, you're, you're, you've got a lot of pairing events coming up uh, with food, and I, mm-hmm. I had asked you, I, I didn't really think about it, but champagne kind of pairs with all cuisines of the world, and further, it, it pairs with every course of the meal. You have know, champagne with... Appetite all the way through dessert, right? It's mm-hmm. not, not something you can say about most wines and or spirits.
2: Right. Yeah. It it, it pairs beautifully with everything from Indian to sushi. To yeah, I mean, you
3: said sushi was one of your favorites, right? It is. Myself. You know what? I, mean, I like champagne with barbecue. I'm just putting it there.
2: Oh, yeah. This one would be amazing with barbecue.
3: So others look at me. Pig. You know what? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, what? think about it. I'm thinking. I'm, I know you're I'm thinking about, about I'd be drinking about it,
1: <laughs> yeah
2: I mean parta- there's di- obviously there's different types of cuvées, so like a rose is gonna go better with something you know whatever like right. you um just this weekend, I went to you know birds and bubbles and their, their fried chicken and had a really yeah. amazing champagne rose the uh, straight through the meal so yeah, yeah, amazing big fan
3: um are you have you messed around with it in cocktails?
2: I'm willing to, which most champagne labels don't like to play with cocktails. Right. Just
3: well, just ask him because you've been around that world. This right. Well, world. Y- I, You know, yes. <laughs> I I'm
2: used to manage the champagne sponsorships for Tales of the Cocktails. Mm-hmm. So, and I had positioned the brand I worked with for that, Nicolas Foyat, as being like the champagne cocktail champagne. Yeah. And they continue that incentive, and I'm happy for mine to mix with. Um, like cocktails and uh, spirits. So, um, yeah, it definitely works. I mean, the dosage is so low that it would play really nicely with the any sort of sugary um, or citrusy uh, spirits and flavors. So I think it would be beautiful with a cocktail.
4: I don't do a lot of mixing with champagne. Do you? Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's right. We talked about this before. You, you're like, anything on your menu, is, you can add to make it a royal, right? Dave, Dave Winder said that in his book. Like,
3: I mean, it's something I had noticed yeah. in, in Bibe, he was like talking about all these classic cocktails and, you know, it's just kind of like a running thing where, it, you you know, he'd be talking about the Manhattan cocktail and, uh, you know, it gets to the end of it and he's like, and it's not bad with champagne on top of it either. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then like the old fashioned, uh, yeah. yeah. And it's pretty good with champagne on top of it. I mean, you know, I, like I love a buck. Yeah. I think, you know what's funny about that? I, I think in the book, he's talking about a French 75, and he's like, and why not add more champagne to it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, like it already has champagne in it.
4: With sh- with
2: champagne, more
1: champagne. It. yeah.
2: I would much prefer to use real champagne than Prosecco in a cocktail. Sure. A oh, absolutely. Cocktail because um, the sugar in Prosecco is 20-plus, yeah. generally, uh, versus 6 to 9 in your average champagne. Right. Yeah. So I think it's a better.
3: Yeah. Way to... And the Silbuck is a beautiful cocktail.
2: Not a lot of people do it right. Really, I mean, uh, I could spend all day tasting sealbox and have like one that I think is yeah on point. Um, the Airmail.
3: Airmail, yeah.
2: Awesome cocktail.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's like a daiquiri. Put some champagne on top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I mean, I just love classic champagne cocktail. Oh, me too. You know, I think it's it's such an elegant drink, and it's it harkens to a time that is very specific
4: in cocktail history. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's highly, it's, it's very underrated.
3: Well, it get, absolutely is.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: And given my connection to the cocktail world, because my company, City Sip, which is my parent company, mm-hmm. was all spirits in the in the beginning for the first, I would say, three years. I want my champagne to be at the cocktail bars.
3: You know. Yeah. Well, like you said, you you have a. 1,050 bottles mm-hmm. that came in And you have to be very strategic About the, the placement for it
2: mm-hmm.
3: And of course you want it to be in the places you'd like to go to <laughs> And that's such
2: a cool place to be in Because I'm not like hawking my champagne I'm like i right. kind of able to be a bit, a bit choosy And make I, I don't You know If it's not going to be at a restaurant Then I'm going to just do a party with it <clears throat> Kind of thing
3: well, We can do that too
2: We can do that too <laughs> Let's have a party And now we're going to like have a pig and, pig and pop
4: Ah, oh, who's, who's going to be cooking the pig?
2: You.
4: <laughs> oh, you are. I don't know. I think I just got recruited. <laughs> cool.
3: All right. So, I will just. I will be attending. Sounds like I'm cooking a pig. I, what, I, I can pop bottles. My favorite thing to do is saber. I don't. I don't saber. I. Uh, I go outside every time I pop a bottle, and you know, people know me know that I always wear hats. So, uh, I take it. Take the cage off and then I loosen the cork a little bit to where it starts moving up and then I let it pop straight up in the air it'll go for like four or five stories and then as it comes down I'll catch the cork to my hat and then people who are at the bar they're watching this happen and then they're like yeah, <laughs> they are amazing out. it actually happened last, it used, my first job in New York City was uh, in Hell's Kitchen on Ninth Avenue and I would do that and I didn't know I just moved from Oklahoma I didn't really I wasn't thinking about it. Uh, I popped it, went up, and I wasn't one ahead at the time, but I would catch it in my other hand. And some cops ran up to me. Like the the crowd at the bar is like applauding and some cops walked up to me and they're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm entertaining people. Entertain yeah, <laughs> I was popping a bottle. And they're like, You can't do that. That's an open container. Like, we can fine you for that. And I was like, oh, I didn't know, man. Sorry, I just moved to the city, I know, which is bullshit, because Oklahoma has really strict laws. <laughs> um, but they were like, you know what? We can give you some fines for this. Or you can pour us a glass of champagne. No, they were like, oh, wait. if you would have dropped the cork or not caught it, then we would give you the fine. But since you caught it, that was pretty cool. Just don't do it anymore. Of course, I kept doing
2: it. Well, that has, <laughs> so me, that these, has these, me worried, and Father
4: knows <laughs> why. These, these flying corks are more of an issue than you'd think, Damon. Yeah,
3: let's talk about that. Don't don't more people die from fine <laughs> corks than uh, than uh, like it, spider bites. Or something? That's it.
2: That's yes. the quote. More, we were just talking about More people about this. die
4: from errant champagne corks than die of venomous right. spider bites. So you better
2: watch out for that trick.
4: Here is the the creepy and excellent <laughs> and awesome ad- addition to that to that statement. Most of those deaths occur at weddings.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we, we That's were, fucked
4: up, right?
2: We were, we were just talking about this before you got here. We didn't think you would know.
3: Oh, <laughs> I'm a I'm a encyclopedia
4: of the weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um. I, you know, if you know me at all, you know that I'm kind of a nihilist. So it's really entertaining to me <laughs> no, that, that <laughs> most of that happens at, at weddings. At weddings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a celebratory day. <laughs> Three days from now, we're going to have a funeral. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> or the groom. You are partied out. I
2: mean, the chances of, not to get all morbid, but the chances of me like dying from a cork pop is kind of like...
4: Pretty high? <laughs> yeah, because you're around high. it so much. Yeah. Oh. I just how, don't, how, don't go to a lot of weddings, I guess. Um, I
2: don't. I don't. I avoid them like the plague. I went to one uh, the other week for the first time in five years. I actually say no.
4: Wow the, I don't like sh- the shame plague <laughs> I, I've been to two weddings since uh, the early 90s just two one of, one of them was mine
2: <laughs> I politely
4: dig- <laughs> <laughs> and then I never went to another one again until until Chris Elford and Anu Opti got married and they, oh. they Convince me to come and be not only at but in their wedding, so I I, I couldn't say no. I love those guys.
2: I politely decline like being in party the like the party. I wasn't two, how and do, I I don't like it anymore.
4: How do you die from a? It's, it's a cork. <laughs> I still let's I, talk
3: about that. I, I have no idea. Like, what do you gonna mean, get I hit really, right in the esophagus? What's it? Where's like it? Like right in the temple or something?
2: It's got to be in your temple. Like your yeah.
4: I mean, let's get some. I want
3: to like like your here, mouth. On the your mouth is open and it flies into your throat and it right, suffocates. It's like, we, a
0: <laughs> You, I am on the computer. <laughs> Thank you, Pierre. Yeah. Um. And honestly, really, no reported deaths. Only uh, ruptured eyeballs. From ruptured course. eyeballs. Yeah, ruptured eyeballs and stitches to the eyeball as a result. Oh God, that's that... horrible. Um, oh. Another fun <laughs> fact
2: is the amount of bubbles in a bottle of champagne.
4: How many would you guess, Damon? In the millions. It's. Um, <laughs> uh, hint. I'm just going <laughs> to no, 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 it's it's something like nine million or. He's way off.
2: Way
3: off. You talking about a split bottle? <laughs> this is we're talking no, seven fifty. No, no, no. Oh, wait, is it nine or ninety? Like ninety.
2: I nope. Still way, way, way off.
3: <laughs> Tell me.
2: Forty-nine bubbles. million.
3: Forty-nine million bubbles. in
2: one bottle of. I knew
3: chicken. there was a nine in there.
2: Come good on, guys. Good job. Give, give, me like,
4: <laughs> give me a split. You got a one in ten shot of getting well, a digit, I, right? <laughs> I kind
2: of want to know what you're getting from my shell. Like, come on, what what kind of notes yeah, are yeah. you getting? What are you getting on well, the <laughs> on the nose? Or, like
3: that's really easy and bready on the nose. Um, right now, hmm. I mean, like you know, it's it's got a really nice like kind of like the reason
4: pears like brown. What is yeah, a brown pear?
3: Is that a bosque pear? So yeah, I mean, like to me, it's it's very like appropriate for the fall.
2: This is new. Yeah. These are new. Yeah. This is new is feedback. Uh, do you want to know what, what?
4: What the professionals say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the people who know what they're talking about. Um, say? Sure, lay it on us.
2: <laughs> a little lemon raspberry tart.
4: Yeah. I mean, I get citrus for sure. Lemon raspberry tart and
2: with an almond finish. Uh,
4: Ooh, that's that sort of.
2: And as it gets warmer, it actually kind of rounds, it becomes a little bit more well-rounded. So the colder it is, you get that citrus, like, boom, through the roof, yeah. and then it kind of, and the berry, and then as it gets uh, a little bit more well-rounded or warmer, you get a lot more of the almond and and uh, maybe, like, a bready note, even though it's 100% Pinot Noir. Yeah, I get that a little yeah. bit. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm. Maybe I'm just hungry. I'm, I'm hungry too. I
2: I had some dumplings in my fridge and I considered bringing them because I didn't eat them all last night. I went crazy on Drunken Dumplings, a new place in East Village.
3: It's actually called Drunken Dumplings? Yeah. Uh, man, it's I
2: have a eaten there dollar three dollar times idea. in the last week and it's amazing with champagne.
4: Uh, I, do, you, do you get to bring your own or do you, you bring them home?
2: I bring it home. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I try not to bring food home.
2: Well they only have beer and I really wanted to have champagne with it. Not last night. I had champagne with it last Friday, but um last night I did.
3: How many bottles of champagne do you have in your pocket?
2: Not a lot. How many people think I'm people think that I am like shitting champagne. <laughs> I'm not. I have so many people come to me asking me for champagne for events, like, hey, can you help us get champagne for this event? Can you help us get champagne for this? Can you help us get champagne for your wedding? I I don't know where they think I get it from or, or like from yes <laughs> champagne well I work <laughs> with champagne brands but um, you know uh, I, I don't have a lot right now I do have more than usual I probably have nine bottles but normally I have like one yeah I, I don't have a collection I, I drink it I, I'm a hostess in every sense of the word when I'm not hosting champagne week I'm hosting dinners or people at my apartment and people come over to my house for just a glass of wine I put out a cheese plate like I'm just a hostess.
3: Yeah. And
2: I'm very generous. I give away my stuff.
3: Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's... Um, back when I was working at Linnell's, there was uh, Ben uh, at the time. Uh, what are we doing? Linnell's boyfriend. <clears>
1: throat> throat>
3: more, <laughs> more, more, More. more. All that talk of champagne. Now more, more. <laughs> I always thought this was really great. This guy, Ben, comes in, and he is buying a bottle of champagne. Just very casually, you know? And I was like... I was like, so what's the occasion, man? And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, Hey, nah, you buying a bottle of champagne. Are you uh, celebrating or something? He's like, no, man, I'm restocking. I yeah. celebrated last night. <laughs> it's, yeah. And I was like, w- that's the coolest thing. He's like, yeah, you should always have a bottle of champagne in your refrigerator, like, ready to go. Just in case. I
2: do agree with that. I, I, I try to keep one in my, in my fridge.
4: We're we going to start a new segment on the show. That's going to be one of Damon's, Damon's rules of being a gentleman. <laughs> always, always have a bottle of champagne in the fridge.
3: Well, you know what I like about you, Souther? You have rules, too, man. You've got I a lot of rules. rules that you put on yourself.
4: Got, they're, yeah, they're all, they're all just for me. <laughs> but I think your your some of your rules could, could apply to everyone. That's a good one. I think I should... I'm going to adopt that.
2: Well, we talked about that earlier. Uh, champagne Week, I mean, one of the mean like, you know, mottos is... Champagne is not just for celebrations. More. Um, Poor. Um, champagne isn't just for celebrations, and it's also to remove the st- any sort of stodginess that comes with it. We don't want to be like, oh, you can't, you know. I don't want to make it this expensive, inaccessible thing, and I also don't right. want to make it just for celebrations. Like, well, the reality is, like we said, going to an Indian restaurant on curry row or whatever, like take a bottle of champagne it's going to be delicious. Um, yeah, I think it it, it deserves to be drunk every day. Yeah. You
3: should be celebrating life every day also. And Napoleon had a quote. It was like, um, I drink champagne. Uh, in victory to celebrate, and I drink champagne in defeat to console myself. Or something, something along yeah. those lines. I always thought that was cool. My favorite, basically, that motherfucker's always drinking champagne. I'm uh, basically saying, yeah, I'm always drinking champagne. <laughs> Every my day.
2: favorite is, may all your pain be champagne.
3: Uh, <laughs> champagne from a real friend. Real, real pain, pain from a <laughs> sham friends.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
4: It had to come up before the show. Yeah, started. I know.
2: I a good one, On my email uh, signature, like the the sign out or whatever you call it, uh, it says, I only drink champagne on the days that end with y.
3: That's most days. That's most every days.
2: Every day.
3: <laughs> uh, is it? Yes. Every damn day. <laughs> well, this has been awesome. Um, has. Thanks so much for bringing this bottle in. It's yeah. lovely seeing you and, and your talking story. to you. This is a great yeah, story. Yeah, this is really cool. Thank I, you. you. know, I always say to, to a lot of people, I, I feel like, you know, Southern and I both constantly, we feel like we're doing like a ton of things in the city, but you just kind of. Lapped us a few yeah, times. Oh my gosh. And, uh, you know, I always tell people, like, it's New York City, man. It's my vacation town. The hustle yep. is real. And uh, you just made me feel like I'm being really lazy. But if being lazy is sitting here hanging out with you guys drinking champagne, then awesome. then I, <laughs> I will own up to it. Lazy I will be. <laughs> All right. So everyone check out Champagne Week. You have uh, a website for that?
2: Yeah, it's nychampagneweek.com.
3: I could have guessed that. Pretty easy to find. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's coming up. Um, if you're in the business, there, it's complimentary to the people in the food and beverage oh, ind- industry. Nice. You just have to prove that you're in it, and it's not that much of a vetting process. And um, <laughs> and then there's a bunch more events uh, offered to the public who is just into champagne cool. than ever before. So. Which
4: everyone should be, as we right. just discussed. Yeah, that. you should be into champagne, right? Go get a bottle to drink tonight and go ahead and buy it. Get a bottle, bottle of Boulle de Rev. It. And it's always a have a bottle, bottle in your fridge. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks
3: again, Blaine.
2: Thank
3: you. guys. Um, yeah, I'm, guys. I'm glad Ma- we got Mahalo. See some... Mahalo, by the way. Mahalo. BT Dubs. Yes. Um, BT Dubs.
2: <laughs> so uh,
3: that's it for the Speakeasy of this week. Souther, who do we have on next week? I don't have anyone
4: com- committed for next week.
3: Well, that was a real bomb. <laughs> I should, I'll
4: I just come back. I should, yeah, come, come back. I'll just come back with another bottle I've got a of water. couple of, I've got a couple of people on the hook, but I don't have anyone that's confirmed. So okay. I can't speak for next week yet. So. All right. Well, nevertheless, listen
3: to <laughs> Heritage Radio Network for many other shows like this. Until next week, I'm Dima Bolte. My name is Souther Teague. And Blank, cheers. Cheers, guys.
2: Thank you so much. Oh.
0: So you don't, don't shun the, the devil, devil with your rock and rock roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save.